Tweet at SFM Radio and at John Gerica. Let's talk to our second guest of the show, Dumasani Chauke from the Spa Proteas Assistant Coach, founder of the Dumasani Chauke Netball Foundation. Uh, two additional teams I see, Dumasani, that have been added to the Telcom Netball League. Are you excited to get back on court? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, thank you for having me, guys. Yes, absolutely excited. Uh, we are about two weeks to go until we all converge down in Bloemfontein mm. uh, to get into the bio bubble and get started with the 2020 TNL. We're, we're seeing other teams, and I'm sure that you, you, know, you watch the football, you watch the rugby, you see the cricket, everybody's in the bio bubble. What's it like now you have to go in? Well, for now, it's nerve-wracking because we've never had to go into a bio-bubble. Um, it, it, it's unfamiliar, but I think we, we're just excited that we get to come together and we get to play and get it over and done with because we've been <laughs> out of action, I mean, since since Jan or February. So we just want to get back to play. It's nerve-wracking because you don't know what to expect. Mm. And, the, and the prospect of, the, of that, you'll be away from family, from friends for up to three weeks without going out to shops, going out to do anything. That's the scary part. But I, I think we don't mind all of that because we just want to play. Uh, when... What's it like for an assistant coach of the national team to be able to see it all happen in one place at one time? It's going to be exciting. Exciting in the sense that it's going to be action-packed games every single day. Mm. Uh, But also, on the other hand, a bit nerve-wracking because um, most of our players have never had to play back-to-back games for 14 days straight. So might be a lot of injuries, might get a lot of fatigue mentally, emotionally, physically as well. So this is really going to push our players to the maximum. And those that can cope means that they might actually be ready for the international stage. I was just about to say, when you, when you guys play against New Zealand, Australia and England, there's no rest for you. It's, play, it's match after match after match. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Match after match after match at high intensity. Mm. And that is why it's both exciting and nerve-wracking to see what our girls, but also at, at some point you need to protect them because some of these girls are just regional or district players. Right. And now having to be thrown in that shark tank uh, for them to sink or swim is going to be interesting to watch. I just hope that they've all prepared men mentally and emotionally as well, not just the physical. The headline says that the, the Nepal League relaunches. So is it a, a tournament starting from scratch, everybody on zero points? Um, it, it's not necessarily like you, you mentioned in the intro that we do have two new teams that are coming. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Western Cape Tornadoes joining us and we've got the Kingdom Queens joining us. But I think maybe it might be a relaunch in the sense that Telcom um, announced at the launch this past Monday that they would be further uh, sponsoring the league for another three years. Oh, well, two, three years, three years until 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I love the Kingdom Queens. I think that's the best name for a sports team ever. <laughs> yeah, of course. You want to get onto a court and, and be called the Queen of the Court. Why not? <laughs> uh, when 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 your your original sponsor was around, they were around for five years doing quite good things for netball. But now, as you say, telecoms come on board. There must have been a bit of a worry there. What were the, the downer and worrying and you seeing football clubs and rugby teams struggling? Netball is one of the small sports. What was that like over the last six months? It's quite nerve-wracking. I mean, COVID-19 came in and literally put a hold on everything. We do know that um, globally already sponsorship for sport has sort of just, you know, 
not necessarily come down, but it's been cut. Companies are looking for other avenues to 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 get um, returns on investment. And I mean, we just recently seen with APSA pulling out of the what we've known for years to be the APSA Premier League, mm. and that that just shows the shift in sports sponsorship all around. Whether it's a big sport or it's a small sport, and we we couldn't escape that um, ourselves as Neto. But we're grateful for all the sponsors that we still have from Telcom to Energy to Spa to Tsukhosan, Puma, all of them. But do you, do you as the, as I ask this question every time, do you as the assistant coach of the national team need to have another job? Of course we have jobs. <laughs> Springbok, Most national, of us have other Springbok jobs. assistant coach doesn't have another job. That's what he does. Yeah, because they get paid pretty well. Okay. They got sponsors that look after them. You see, this is the the, the the conversation I usually have with people from other codes. And they're like, but why do netball players still go to school full time? Mm. Why do you guys still have full time jobs? Unfortunately, netball in the country is not at a point where we can only just do netball. Whether you're a player, an administrator, a coach, or a technical official, you have to have another job because it just does not pay that well. I, I, when so yes, I have another job. I work at TUT. I'm a sport organizer. I was going to say my my Twitter exploded when TUT started getting involved this afternoon when they were talking about you coming on the radio. Aha! Uh-huh. What were they saying? No, they're just looking forward, play. promoting, promoting, promoting. So they're doing a good job there, TUT. <laughs> No, that's good. Now, I'm a sport <laughs> organizer at TUT. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm in charge of netball and basketball. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that, and, that is my full-time day job. And tell us about your foundation. Oh, yeah, the Dumisami Chogin Netball Foundation. It turned three years on the 15th of September. Uh, we've been doing some great work this year, uh, despite of COVID. Yeah. We had SPA coming on board, assisting us with food parcels that were giving out to disadvantaged netball girls. And recently in August, we celebrated Women's Month by giving away close to 500 film packs to yeah. netball players um, throughout the Gauteng province. Due to travel restrictions, we couldn't go to other provinces, yeah. so we just um, handed them out here in Gauteng. Okay. For anything to last over two years, they say, isn't it? It's a success, so congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I still actually haven't even celebrated a single birthday of DCNF. Maybe I should. <laughs> You're too busy coaching and working at TUT and running a foundation, you see. Yeah, no, you you gotta you, you gotta handle all three. I mean, we're women. We want to do everything, and we, we just try to keep it to keep it all afloat. Uh, we spoke to the Nepal captain a little while ago on this program, Bob Giyam Somi. Uh, we were asking yeah. her how she was keeping fit. She says, "No, no, no, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay." Do you yeah. imagine that the girls on court are going to be strong and fit, or will it be this little build up slowly when when this uh, in the bio bubble in in Mangal? Um, well, with with most of high performance players all around the country, um, they were given high performance programs that they were doing throughout the lockdown, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, it just became one long um, off season slash pre competition season um, <laughs> that just didn't end lasted for months and months. Mm-hmm. So the players, especially on a high performance level, understand that their fitness, mentally, physically, um, is their responsibility. So they, they would have been training all of them. Uh, they all got programs, so the owners was on them to make sure that they stick to those programs to prepare for when the competition actually does come and, and now they must get on court and play. Bongi took part of the Spa Women's Virtual Challenge today. Did you run it, Tumasani? Um, I did not run it. I did register for it. Yeah. Um, I injured my knee at the gym on Thursday. 
That so is so, so convenient. Very convenient. <laughs> I don't want to joke. I mean, it might be a terrible injury. So first of all, how's the injury? It, it is because I, I, I do have knee problems from netball. So right. the, the gym instructor was doing some crazy core exercises and she went on, on, uh, on our knees. I'm like, but I have bad knees. My mm. knees like dislocate very easily. She said, no, sure. just try. Yeah. Within 10 seconds, I was up. I'm like, Ouch. I told you, I'm old, old age. You're not in crutches or something, are you? No, I'm not in crutches. Oh, okay. A bit of ice compression. <laughs> um, I should be back in two weeks' time. I suddenly realized I'm making a joke and you might have this terrible, terrible injury, so I apologize for that. No, I don't even apologize. No, it was actually convenient. <laughs> <laughs> you can just, just tell them, oh, my watch didn't work and I couldn't get the virtual time for to compete against you no. guys. Oh, I can just send them a picture of my soul in me. <laughs> Yeah, which one gets you more? That'll get you more sympathy. So it'll be the better one. Yeah, the knee. You see a picture of the knee. Never mind the watch. The picture of the knee and tell them guys, I got injured. You see, they'll understand. Uh, just quickly, we're running out of time. Uh, new coach yes. in the netball team. She's been around not too long, and then obviously COVID's knocked in. Uh, you had this coach that's been around forever, Dorit Bardnos, in charge now. Uh, what's the future mm. for our national team? The future for our national team is us gearing up and preparing for 2023. Mm-hmm. We are excited. Um, we're looking forward to unearthing new talent. Uh, we look, that, that's why I was excited about the fact that we've got two new teams coming into TNL because that means it's an extra um, 28 players that are going to be on that platform that we get to see and we get to select and nurture. So future for the Spa Proteas, we are hoping the international borders can open soon so we can get out there and play some international games because we need to play internationals. Um, it, it's not only for our rankings, but also for, for just to keep the girls, to keep their minds sharp, um, just to keep um, our scoreboard as well actually uh, ticking and get all that much needed international experience and hopefully expose more girls mm-hmm. to international experience so we have a large pool of players to select from when we get to 2023 down in Cape Town. Will the international-based players come and play in, during this tournament, the, the Nepal League? <laughs> Unfortunately not, because they are all still on duty with the are international franchises. Oh, okay. Yeah, the girls in, in, in Australia, um, because the international period actually only starts in um, November, end of October, November. But also, their season overseas was disrupted due to COVID-19. Mm. So they, they're still obligated to their franchises. As soon as they finish, they then come back home for us to carry on with, with our international right. work until about um, Feb next year, and then they go back to their franchises. Great chatting to you, Dumasani. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Dumasani Chake, Spa Protea's assistant coach and founder of the Dumasani Chake Netball Foundation.